You are listening to the Gear 30 Podcast, a community, you could even call it a support group, for people addicted to outdoor adventuring and all the gear that goes with it. There is no shame here. In spite of what your spouse or partner may say, we believe it's okay to own five tents, seven backpacks, and 18 jackets. Our slogan, inspired by the great explorer Sir Ranolf Fiennes, is, there is no such thing as bad weather, only inappropriate gear. So if you're an aspiring outdoor adventurer, a mountain guide, or anyone in between, you are in the right place. Welcome to the Gear 30 Podcast, where we talk about outdoor adventuring and all the gear that goes with it. It's Brandon Chase and myself, and yep. we have a special guest today. <laughs> so I had you off, Jason. <laughs> <laughs> try it again, try it again. <laughs> yep. Yeah, there you go. Nice. I'm here. And so we have a, a special guest today. Um, we're, we have Emma here. I didn't catch her last name. Emma. Getzinger. Getzinger. Yes. Okay. Very good. Getzinger. Yep. All right. And um, you represent, I say Nerona. I don't know if that's how you actually pronounce it. Yeah, you can pronounce it Nerona. I think over in Norway, it's a little bit different. Their accent's obviously different. So <laughs> I'm, I'm sure it is. Um, it's kind of Nerona over there, but I don't expect oh. everyone to try and roll that R and yeah, but that's slur two R's. that. It's two, R's. two R's. Nerona. And then it's the O with the slash through it, the second O. Yep. Which means what? Uh, it doesn't mean any... What does Nerona mean? No, the O oh, with no. the slow. I don't know. Um, it's it's, a, ooh, it's really hard to descri- describe like what yeah. the O means because it all depends on what letters are on either side of that. So oh, really? It changes the pronunciation depending on... You know more than I thought. <laughs> I have learned a lot <laughs> in my six months. <laughs> wow. That's not a very long time. Yeah, yeah. that's pretty nope. good. Okay, no. did you go over there and... Yeah, so I came on board... March 1st, okay. um, I, I basically, I knew the brand for a couple of years. Um, when I lived up in Jackson, Wyoming, I worked in a retail shop there and sold the brand and then began to love the brand up there. Uh, I knew it for its pop colors and it was super cool and burly. Yeah. And then I couldn't find a pair of ski pants that were long enough for me and finally jumped in a pair of those when they were on super sale and um fell in love with the brand i became a total believer in it um and then sold it for a couple years it was kind of the go-to brand that i would put on people Mm -hmm. um and then i got in touch with our sales manager adam chamberlain and then um it all kind of went from there and so he's the sales manager i'm the um rep for rockies intermountain west but at the moment it's just the two of us and so you know States are big. <laughs> States 50. are big. Yeah. Um, but uh, I want to kind of get Chase. You're our buyer at Gear Thirty. How did you? How did you guys meet? How did you decide on? We need to bring Narona into <laughs> into Gear Thirty. Narona. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just stop trying. Yeah. Yeah, that's embarrassing. It's like when your favorite actor is like obviously not English, and they try to pull off an English accent in the movie, and you're like, "This is not. Just stop. It's just not Just right. stop. Yeah. Nope. Exactly. No. Put your U.S. twist on it. It's okay. Yeah. They'll no, accept okay. it. <laughs> so I I originally heard of the brand through Backcountry.com, and I believe Backcountry had an exclusivity with yeah. 
Neuron in the first couple of years in the U.S., right? Yep. So that we've been in the States for 10 years. Um, in the first five years, we were exclusive with them. And then okay. we decided brick and mortar and independent shops is kind of a good way for us to get brand awareness. Mm-hmm. So Exactly. So I had first, you know, on Backcountry and then Mark, our owner, and Greg, who was the general manager at Gear 3 at the time, had mentioned, like, we should look into Neurona. And we met with, I believe we met with Adam, mm-hmm. like, just over a year ago in at OR and... We looked at all the stuff and we're like, yeah, this is a no brainer. <laughs> this really? stuff is awesome. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. like you have like the quality that you'd put up there on top of any outdoor brand. Like mm-hmm. they're up exceed they're right there with Arcteryx or exceed it, you know, mm-hmm. and they're there's such a, a quality brand. You can tell from the manufacturing, but like their it looks colors, awesome. Colors, yeah, yeah. Like they're everything about their jackets, it's it's like a, a free ride version of those brands, you know? It's a, a casual look. It it just looks really good and it's really high quality stuff. And so from that first um, preview we had with Adam down there in Denver, it was like, all right, I think Mark and Greg were onto something. I think this is a brand that we need in the store. And that's kind of our focus is to have the highest quality stuff we can find. And there's not a lot of people representing the brand. So I was like, this is it. Let's, <laughs> let's start this partnership. Yep. So, you know, Very cool. talking about quality and pop colors, um, I was talking to a friend of mine who worked for Black Diamond, helped with some of the apparel design when they first started their line, and then she moved to California to work for Apple, and she was designing products for Apple. And uh, I was talking to her, and we were talking about outdoor products and stuff. She's a real avid skier and cyclist and stuff, and she said, you know, I love Arcteric stuff. It's just, it's so beautifully made, but they really just need to figure out the color thing. They need to... They need better colors. And I said, oh, kind of like Nerona. And she said, yes, exactly. <laughs> and, That's interesting, um, yeah. So in her mind, it was like Arcteryx quality manufacturing, uh, that level of design and mm-hmm. and everything, but better colors. So what's um, the... but, but also different design, cooler, de- a variety yeah, it's, it's of design different. elements, yeah. Oh, yeah. And their, their fit is awesome. It's super... Mm-hmm. I noticed that. Like I've Right now, I'm skiing in a fly low bibs, and I've skied in um, Arcteryx bibs and pants and mm. they're all great quality but i just feel like every time they're, they're just baggy there's just something that the cut is never exactly what i want mm-hmm. and we got in the ooh troll troll vegan no. so we did get those in what's the it starts with it's like t-a-m oh the tamok tamok yep. bibs they feel like a dream mm-hmm. and i'm huh. like well looks like i'm spending a little <laughs> money this year <laughs> yeah that's one thing i noticed about a lot of Nerona stuff is it's got a great fit to it yeah i think people are really intimidated by the fit um, honestly, they see this Norwegian Scandinavian name yeah. and they, all of our different collections are, have a different name and the, all the collections are named after specific regions of Norway. So I, and those names are not easy to pronounce. <laughs> Believe me, when I came on board, I was like, whoa, how do I say that? But, um, I think they see that and they automatically think Eurofit, which Eurofit is this super indescript way of describing people think of really slim and trim yeah. um similar to like a dina fit or an ordovox it's going to be like super tight pants super tight jacket i don't want that i want something that has room to layer and i originally thought that too honestly and then i got in the gear and just immediately saw that that's not at all i describe it as like an athletic fit so it's not going to be as big and boxy as a fly low or even patagonia has a bigger boxier fit um it, you know, U.S. brands are built. We have a different body type over here mm-hmm. than kind of the Norwegian tall and lanky. Um, 
And it really isn't. It's a pretty true fit to size. I mean, I think someone who's a true medium, they'll be a true medium in this gear too. It's just not going to have that same like bag and steez as a lot of these big brands. But the Tamok line specifically is known to be kind of our free ride ski line. So it's it does have that bigger, longer kind of, for lack of a better word, steez rather than the Lofoten line, which is kind of a little trimmed up. It's um, more technical looking. It doesn't have as um, many kind of earth tones. It's going to be louder, poppier, because it's going to be that gear that's used in terrible conditions when it's wild weather and you can't see anything. You want to be able to see who you're skiing with out there. So I just saw a Facebook ad for the free ride line. Oh yeah, Tamok. Yeah, Tamok yeah. from Nirvana. Yeah, yep. it, it looks so good. Yeah, well, it looks good it. on you. Well, <laughs> what, what does it? That's true. That's true. <laughs> okay, so let's back it up. And uh, what's the story? Where did how did Nirvana start? So we're a ninety-year-old company. We just had our ninetieth anniversary. So young, um, super young. <laughs> yeah, um, just getting into it. Yes. Yeah, so Jurgen Jurgensen started the brand nineteen twenty-nine. It started out as a backpack um, and tent company. Uh, he was a mountaineer he was he did a lot of uh nordic skiing and um he just wanted to create high quality gears that he could take out there in the mountains and he would um stand the test of norwegian weather which is not great a lot of the time so um and it just kind of evolved from there creating jackets and then in 1977 we partnered with gore-tex and we were the first european uh gore-tex jacket so um there's definitely a lot of history in the company um it's Fourth generation, family owned and operated still to this day. Really, um, Jurgen Jurgensen, uh, the great grandson okay. of the original Jurgen Jurgensen. Jurgen Junior, 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 is now running the company, and you know it's a super cool company. It's all um, he sits right next to just another member of the team um, oh. at his desk. I mean, if you walked up to the main floor of the headquarters in Oslo, you wouldn't. There's no separate offices uh you have meeting rooms but anyone in the company can book a meeting room it's a very kind of even keeled um idea behind the company and we've just kind of introduced new lines as the years go on but it's seriously uh they kind of cross all borders from skiing like backcountry to free ride to more downhill alpine to some nordic uh we have a hunting line we have make a wetsuit Oh, wow. so they do a lot of Arctic surfing up there. Um, we that's amazing. That's what we yeah. Get into. yeah, yeah, <laughs> yep. And we have a great Salt Lake. Yes, yeah. you'd be surprised to swell. Way out colder yeah. waters up there. <laughs> Let me tell you, I've been yeah. in them. Yeah, the fjords wow. are cold. <laughs> yeah. that's but big mountain biking line, and um, mm. yeah, the our collections kind of designed that. Yes, we have these specific collections. Uh, I believe it's about eleven now, and. Um, wow. But you really can cross match across them. So big climbing lines, uh, mountaineering. We just we want to make gear that lasts and um, is going to stand the test of whatever will come towards us in the mountains. So we carry a Gear Thirty, the the apparel line. Mm-hmm. You still, Norona still producing hard hard goods. Um, so we kind of cut out hard goods for okay. a little bit. Uh, we were getting spread a little thin, I think, in our R D and D. But um, now we are starting to do some prototyping of back in we do backpacks uh-huh. um our backpacks for next spring is 100 percent um recycled materials so which is pretty cool 100 percent 100 percent 
Yep. Wow. Um, and we're working really hard at all of our products. We want to have a, a 0% um, impact carbon footprint eventually as a company. Uh, we would love to become a negative carbon footprint uh, company, but it's going to take a long time to get there. Just the, a few trees. Yes. <laughs> exactly. Plant the trees and we're good to go. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So um, I think eventually we will be back into the kind of tent and sleeping bags maybe eventually, but um, we're back with, we have backpacks still. And um, so we'll see where that goes. But Greg is like design guru. Like he, yeah. not that he, you know, he, He's designing some stuff, but he studies it. Like he knows a lot about it, has done this for years. He's going to act humble. So <laughs> don't talk me up too much. <laughs> so uh, now, and we know that, you know, you've had a crush on Arcteryx for a while, but why were you so impressed with, with Nerona? Well, um, <laughs> so I, when I was in, I lived in the Netherlands for a couple of years. Mm-hmm. When I was over there, uh, I was I was actually a missionary, and um, while I was over there, I was walking around in in suit and tie and stuff like that. But um, anytime we would walk past an outdoor sporting goods store, uh, I'd have to go in and just take a look and see what was over there. And I was always I would just because I was obsessed with outdoor stuff. I'd always notice people walking by in outdoor gear, and they had a bunch of different brands uh, over there, but every once in a while I would see somebody wearing something that looked just significantly nicer than what everybody else was wearing it just really stood out and there were a couple of brands that I noticed when I was over there I don't know how to say it I say Hagloffs but yeah that's good is that good um so I saw that brand and that one really stood out I saw a down jacket and it just like wow that's a really nice jacket and then I saw the brand saw Nerona and Arcteryx and those were kind of the three that I would see every once in a while that always kind of stood out. When I finally got my hands on some Nerona product, I had a bunch of Arcteryx product, but um, when Backcountry brought it in, I bought a couple of pieces, my father-in-law had a couple of pieces, and when I would compare them side to side, because Arcteryx to me always seemed like it was a step above what everybody else was doing as far as uh, manufacturing quality. Mm-hmm. And um, when I started comparing Nerona to Arcteryx, they seemed very similar to me as far as their their ability to create just impeccable products. Um, they seemed very cutting edge. And um, one area where I felt <clears throat> uh, I feel like Arcteryx has has excelled, but also sort of pigeonholed isn't maybe the right term, but they've kind of I don't know they they make really dialed stuff but they almost sometimes go too far on the techie side they make for example I had a jacket and just I think out of a desire to be as minimal as possible as they could in the jacket they made the little um, flap on the inside of a zipper a little too small <laughs> and I I had a, the previous version that was, had a bigger flap and then they trimmed it down and it bugged me it rubbed my chin in the wrong way and it just drove me nuts and I thought why don't you just leave it the way it was because now that's, this annoy anyway I think you can tell that Greg doesn't really pay attention to his gear <laughs> yeah, I know it's like this little <laughs> tiny chin that yeah but but I just I noticed little things like that but anyway the the I haven't had as much Nerona gear as I have Arcteryx but I've noticed that 
some of the, at least the Nerona stuff that I've had, um, the design is dialed, the manufacturing is dialed very much like Arcteryx, but in some cases I feel like, uh, well, in all design you can you can go, most companies go too far and then kind of come back and stuff. But anyway, I've noticed sometimes Arcteryx takes things too far when I look at some of the Nerona stuff. Um, they're doing it differently and I find that some of the things they do is more functional than some of the things that Arcteryx does. With that said, Arcteryx does some stuff that's pretty groundbreaking as well that Nerona is not doing. So I wouldn't mm -hmm. say one's better than the other, but they're different and the design is different. And um, but the quality is top notch. I haven't found a company that's that I could honestly say is is better in manufacturing than Arcteryx, but Nerona I would say is equal. And, Where do they um, do their manufacturing? Um, in Shenzhen in China, yeah. but all of our prototypes. So we, um, I think part of the reason our kind of fit and our design and everything seems so dialed in once you're kind of purchasing that product is we go through about three to four years of prototype testing, product testing on each specific item. So mm. um, we have a group of our athletes and ambassadors test it. We also have people that are just product testers for us who are kind of putting the gear to the ultimate test. And um, we they will send back feedback forms and whatever. Okay, this material on this jacket, it's not going to work as a climbing jacket. This material on the pant, it does not feel great when you are skiing. It's too stiff or whatever. And um, then they tweak it. They'll re kind of help design that product or um, you have to have a minimum number of days, all that stuff. And then they adjust that product. And then the first... Um, final edition of the jacket's going to be built it's going to be created in-house our prototype and then then it goes over to the factories where we have people over there that are sourcing those materials specifically um i mean their job is to make sure that they are using um the materials that we want to be using that are sustainable and um minimize that footprint as much as possible and that process is how long per piece um they each piece goes in about four years three to four years of testing that's insane yeah that's wow, awesome. that's a really long time. That's yeah. kind of yeah. why we keep a really great piece. It's going to stay in the line for a number of years. And then every four, about four years, we'll take a specific collection and kind of revamp the collection. Almost think of it as like giving a little bit of Botox or giving a little facelift. <laughs> um, so kind of take <laughs> yeah. that piece apart and say, okay, how can we make it better? It's been this way for this many years. Um, so no like annual tweaks or anything necessarily on some of that stuff? In or? color, yes. But oh, okay. I mean part of the sustainability is we don't want people to have to go out and buy a brand new jacket every year. That's not sustainable. Yeah. Um, so we want a jacket to last five, 10, 15, 20, 30 years, um, for that person. And obviously people want to improve their closet every season. We can't help <laughs> it. We're all gear nerds. Um, well, but, wait, um secrets out. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's the problem with the outdoor industry yeah. when there's cool new product that's coming out each year you want to get it obviously that's yeah. our job as salespeople and our job as a comp uh, clothing company but um yeah we're gonna make products last so you can get a jacket one year and then okay maybe next year you get a pa pair of pants that'll still look over that jacket maybe it's new color pop but uh, that's kind of the idea behind it that's cool um we've got five minutes but we we got, we got to do a you're coming back to the shop to tell our employees like give them the spiel sure am yeah so we're excited about that yes chase yeah you have I'm, a question i'm stoked uh, now I, <laughs> you move closer to the mic so i thought yeah, you were, yeah. no i just like to be ready to talk you know yeah oh i know i know <laughs> 
quick to the job. What's what's something we haven't talked about or covered yet here this evening about Nerona? Oh, I don't know. That's a bit of a loaded question, <laughs> I think. Yeah. Um, what's your favorite line in Nerona lineup? Oh, that's another loaded question. Um, There's only 11 that you can choose from, yes. so it's not quite yeah. as loaded. Um, I mean, the Tamak line is sick. Yeah. I, I bef- last winter, before I started working for them, ordered a Tamak jacket, and I was just so stoked on it. I mean, it was super different than any other jacket I had had. It was like a longer kind of baggier look, which I don't normally don't go for because I do more touring than um, inbound skiing. And um, I've just been so excited about it ever since I got it. Um, fits great and it's a little different than everything else that I have. Um, but honestly, I'm getting, I mean, winter specifically, I the Lingen line is super cool. Uh, it's like geared at being the per- for the person that's doing way more up hill travel than downhill uh the venting is just incredible if yeah. we've like a dual zipper system where you can zip totally closed and then you can uh unzip it all the way and you go over to the outer zipper and then you have a fully vented mesh uh panel that goes all the way from kind of chin to waist it's pretty cool it's pretty sweet. um and it's just so lightweight i mean you could pack that down into nothing and um layer it up too it's a pretty sweet line i'm stoked about it this year sweet Lingen, that's the touring. That's like the uphill specific yeah. line. Yeah, cool. the Lingen Alps. It's like northern Norway. It's really beautiful up there. Sweet, cool. We have to go <laughs> okay. to the Alps. Oh yeah. <laughs> I thought you were like wrap it up. No. <laughs> so I do have one question, and this is just something that I've I've wondered about. As the industry in general goes more toward uh, this idea of sustainability, uh, more recycled products, recycled fabrics, those types of things. Years ago, I did. I wrote a paper for school in college for, uh, for an environmental history class, and I had to follow the life cycle of a product that mm-hmm. I owned. And so I, I wrote it on a, a sleeping bag that I had at the time, a marmot sleeping bag. I called up marmot and I was asking them about um, their process of making the bag, where they source the down and the fabrics and all the, everything else. And then we talked about sustainability, re- environmental stewardship, those types of things. I asked, what are you guys doing for that? And they said, recycled this and we're doing this. And we've got, they listed off like five or 10 different things that they did. And then I called Arcteryx and I was talking to them and I was just asking them about their products. And I asked them the same, the same um, sustainability environmental stewardship question. And I said, so why don't you guys use recycled materials like Patagonia, like Marmot and a few of these others? And they said, we did it in our testing, but what we found is that the jackets didn't hold up nearly as well mm-hmm. when we used recycled materials versus brand new materials. And so we said, we figured that it was probably more sustainable and better for the environment if we made a jacket that we knew would last 20 plus years versus one that wore out after six or seven years. So then they, and that's, at least this was probably 10 years ago that I talked to them about it. That was their reasoning for not using recycled materials i don't know if you're the right person to ask maybe it, this should be for one of the design team or something like that but um you said that neuron is using more and more recycled materials in their products and mm-hmm. stuff hey, do you know if that compromises performance and i imagine that the you know just the normal answer would be no but i'm just curious on that um and i won't have all the right answers obviously like you said someone in our kind of our D department or our product design department would have 
all the stats and everything. Um, but I do know when we, um, when they released us our spring line last year, we, uh, I kind of examine each new product, like basically under a microscope. Um, and our head probably de- literally under a microscope. <laughs> right. Well, yeah. we didn't have microscopes <laughs> out, but I know our design team does, but, yeah. um, our head of design kind of goes out and talks about all the products and we're kind of asking, okay, why aren't we using recycled materials here, recycled materials there? And it honestly just takes many more years of figuring out the right kind of lineup and composition of recycled materials and non-recycled materials. Um, I think we're finally coming out with jackets that are have 100% recycled nylon in it, but that doesn't mean that we don't have, we can't say it's 100%, 100% recycled materials across the board because we're still using types of plastics and polyesters in there, but I think it's a step in the right direction by at least minimizing one um, material that's in that jacket. If sure. we can get that to 100%, then maybe the next couple of years we can get our polyester to 100% recycled. Then we can maybe get to recycled plastics um, for those zippers. And the, I think a big thing too is Gore-Tex, the sealants that they're using, and when you're kind of creating those membranes, there's a lot of things um, that you can't recycle right. um, in order to create that waterproof membrane. Um, and they're getting there, and there's a lot of product testing that needs to happen. But I think hopefully we're just we're kind of doing our part as long as possible or as best as possible. And um, I don't think it'll – I think for someone, if you have wear one jacket for 100 days and you wear another jacket that's 100% recycled materials for 100 days, it just depends, like, what type of test you're really putting it through. Are you going out and standing in – 50 mile an hour winds on top of a mountain with ice and everything blowing at you in both those jackets or are you running in this one jacket in the rain or skiing 150 days in this other jacket I think really depends the test you're putting it under um, to see its durability but our goal is to create a jacket that's going to be as durable as possible Right. Um, and hopefully we'll just be able to create the most durable jacket out there with all recycled materials eventually. Sure. <laughs> With more and more companies going to recycled, I'm assuming the process is getting better and the the materials are better too. Right. Yeah, it definitely is. And I think a big thing too for us is uh, we want to be 100% transparent with our customers and our retailers. So it's all on our hang tags, um, exactly what's in that jacket. Someone looks up the jacket online on our website, the entire process is explained to them. Uh, we don't ever want to keep anything behind closed doors in that sense. So we want we're closed trailer doors. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Emma, thanks for hanging with us. Yeah, of course. Thanks for Sweet. having me. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we're, we're excited. This is our first season with Nerona, as you know, mm-hmm. and we couldn't be more excited. I think, uh, well, I'm speaking for the team. I don't work at the shop I'm, that often. I'm pretty stoked. Um, <laughs> I'm excited. Chase we're stoked. We, I put literally everything we got in from Nerona on the first day we got it. Even it the like, women's stuff. Even the women's stuff. Nope, I didn't put the women's stuff on. But I put all the men's stuff on, and I was super stoked. All the women's stuff is exactly the same as the men's. It's a little different. So. All right. Well, which is great, right? Yeah. It's not mm-hmm. just a shrink it and pink it. You exactly. Actually, you know, heck exactly. yeah. No, I'm super excited about it. It's Super awesome stuff. Super high quality. That Tamic line. <laughs> it's easy. Yeah, it is. <laughs> Look Man, good, feel good. Awesome stuff. Look Heck good, yeah. feel good. Take us home, Greg. Cool. All right. Well, thanks, Emma, for yeah. joining us today. Um, we're all looking forward to testing out Nerona, and I'm sure you'll hear us talk more about it on the podcast in the future as we get our hands on more and more gear and test it out and uh, have more 
I guess, filled experience to talk about. Um, Thanks for joining us on the podcast. If you enjoyed the podcast, don't forget to subscribe. And also, please leave us a friendly review. Um, friendly. Five stars. Five stars. <laughs> Five stars. Friendly. And, uh, and so that other people can find the podcast easier. Also, like us on Facebook and follow us on Instagram at gear underscore three zero. And don't forget to check out our website, gear30.com. That's spelled out G-E-A-R-T-H-I-R-T-Y.com. And check out all the new Neurona products that we've just recently gotten in. So, all right. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you in the next episode. See ya.